Soofadoofadoo, how are you? I'm sure you are amazing. And if you're happy and you know it, you should probably lift some rocks. Because if you're really strong and if you're really fit, is it possible that you could be happy? Now I'm outside in the fresh air and the sunshine and I'm physically active and I'm, I'm having a great time. So I'm having a wonderful day. Woohoo! I hope you are too. However, if you're not fit and you're not strong, is it possible that it's a bit more complicated to have a great day? Because if you're mentally tough, it doesn't matter what the, what the world throws at you, you're still going to have a great day because you'll just appreciate every experience. If you're physically fit, you can go and do all the things that you want to do with a stack of energy. Woohoo! So I'm out in my garden and I can do all the things that I'm doing because I am fit and strong. So I ask this question. What do you need to be fit for and what do you need to be strong for? And then always, how do you get fit and how do you get strong? That process is simple. To get strong, you've got to lift heavy. You've got to overload your muscles and bones. They can't count and they don't know what you're lifting. So whether it's rocks or sand or gravel or dumbbells or kettlebells or barbells, it doesn't matter as long as you're overloading your muscles. But the key is there overload. So if I'm not lifting heavier or I'm not putting my muscles under pressure, they won't get any stronger. So this beautiful activity I've been doing out here, moving rocks around, hasn't made me any stronger because none of the rocks that I'm lifting are overloading my muscles. I can lift heavier than any of the rocks that I'm lifting. But because I'm strong and because I'm fit, I'm capable of doing this particular mission, moving tons of rock, dirt, gravel, sand, the whole bit. But I wouldn't be able to do it if I was injured, and that's what today's all about. Most strength training programs, uh, and I'll just put it out there, is it possible that even if you look at the exercise if you looked at the exercise from a workplace health and safety point of view, you'd probably say, don't do that exercise, it's going to hurt you. And I won't say probably, I'll say definitely. So if I pick up this weight, and I put this weight at the end of a long lever, and I've now got gravity pushing through my elbow, rather than if I hang this from here, so now I've got contraction, sorry, traction forces through my elbow, rather than shearing forces across my elbow, much easier to hold the weight here of course because it feels much lighter down here because I'm much stronger in this position if I've got gravity pushing across my joint I've got shearing forces across my joint which means I could get injured it's not if I will get injured it's just when because if I overload and if I and this is the, the silly exercise and I've got really sore elbows I can't do any more of those I've got a busted broken body because when I was much younger I did busting breaking exercises <laughs> I did exercises that broke my joints put shearing forces across my joints and now as an old lady I have to be really careful about the way I exercise but here's a great question you've probably heard this don't do that exercise if you're injured well how about this if you do that exercise you'll get injured so how about don't do it in the first place so if I do an exercise that puts shearing forces across my joint, so if I do bicep curls or I do leg extensions or I do sit-ups or sit-ups with a twist, because that's where it becomes really interesting. I not only do shearing force across the joint, but I do shearing force with a twist. Some people do. They do their bicep curl with a twist. So now it hurts. I'm putting it away. <laughs> not only will I be injured, so my joint hurts, but it also means that for some people they'll never exercise again because is it possible that if I get injured when I'm exercising and I didn't like the feeling that I might not ever exercise ever again? I'm asking you as an exercise professional, a parent, a teacher, a coach, you hear my puppy dog? He's obviously found something to bark at. Hello, Ben Lee. Hello, darling. <laughs> I would love for you to be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of your life. 
How will your life be different if you're fit? How will your life be different if you're strong? If you can go and do all the things that you want to do, if you can lift all the things that you want to lift, if you've got a fast metabolism because you've got strong muscles, so you can eat all the foods that you want to eat. If you're in control of your endocrine hormonal system because you're really strong physically and emotionally, and I share that particularly as an old lady, I didn't want menopause to cause me a hassle, and it didn't. I didn't want any part of being a physical emotional woman, my, uh, my hormonal system, to affect my life negatively, and it hasn't because I've been fit and strong. Now, to get fit, I've got to get puffed. But if I want to get puffed, I've got to have strong muscles and bones to be able to do that. So if I want to sprint, I want to jump, I want to kick, I want to get puffed, my muscles have to be strong, my bones have to be strong, and I, I won't be strong and I won't be. There's nothing about that process that works if I'm injured. I can't get puffed and I can't lift heavy. So why do we give people exercises that put shearing forces across their joint? And usually that's a little exercise which produces a little result. Why would I do little exercise to get a little result when I can do big exercises to get a big result? And now every muscle in my body is working. My endocrine system's firing to 100% effort. My central nervous system's firing to 100% effort. I put in 100% effort and I get 100% result with much less chance of being injured. Now, compression force and traction force exercises like squats, lunges, I call them alive lifts, not deadlifts, uh, push-ups, chin-ups, rows, the big compound exercises that use all the muscles in your body and uh, use as many muscles as possible at the same time and as many joints moving at the same time. That's a great compound exercise. You can still get injured doing compound exercises because they're called overuse injuries, which is why, why would you put in a half an effort, which means you're lifting a light load, doing it lots and lots of times versus lift as heavy as you possibly can in the phosphate system, which I always get really excited about because phosphate fit and phosphate strong is 10 seconds. How fast can I go in 10 seconds? How many can I lift in 10 seconds? overloading my muscles and that way I get phosphate fit, phosphate strong and I stay that way for the rest of my life with with much less chance of injury because when I exercise for 10 seconds I can't do very many so overuse injuries are, are very unlikely. Because I'm doing big exercises and putting traction in, and, and compression forces through my joints rather than shearing forces across my joints I'm less likely to get injured and yes I could drop a weight on my toe but that's why I've got uh, big metal toed boots on so that if I do drop drop a rock on my foot that I don't hurt my foot. Wouldn't it be nice that if we're going to get strong that we would have the equivalent of some safety boots? We don't do silly exercises. If you do silly exercises, it's very likely that you'll get injured. If you put shearing forces across your joint with momentum, with speed, it's very likely that you'll hurt yourself. Now, if I was in a workplace situation or if I was in a, on a construction site, or if I was a landscape gardener and there was somebody responsible for workplace health and safety and I started putting weights above my head or holding weights out here or doing anything with speed or speed and rotation, and I'm being careful because I don't want to hurt myself, I used to do these silly exercises. And I call them silly because if an exercise is at a high risk of injuring you, wouldn't we call that silly? Why would I do an exercise that's going to injure me or has a high risk of injuring me when I can do a safe exercise that's more effective, that's faster and gives me a better result? And I always ask those three questions. Do you want your exercise program to be safe, effective and fast or do you want it to be unsafe, ineffective and slow? It sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? 
So if you want to be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of your life, if you don't want to break your joints, if you don't want to end up as a broken old lady like I am, and it hasn't stopped me from doing anything. I'm still doing all the things that I want to do. I just have to be really careful because I screwed up my joints and I wrecked my body from doing stupid exercises. Now I've learnt my anatomy and physiology. I've learnt what not to do. And now I can continue my life happily, woohoo, knowing that the exercise that I'm doing is safe, effective, and fast. Would you like to be in that situation? So there's two things there. Would it be a really good idea to learn your anatomy and physiology? And or if you're using an exercise professional, if you're going to a coach, if you're using a personal trainer, if you go to a class, ask them, this exercise that I'm doing, is it putting shearing forces across my joint? If yes, I don't want to do it because I'm going to get injured. I'd like to do exercises that are just traction and compression forces, but I don't want to do them over and over. If you do it over and over and over and over, you get overuse injuries. And any kind of injury means you can't be fit and you can't be strong. And if you're not fit and strong mentally and physically, what happens to your life? The psychologists and psychiatrists will tell us what happens. Our brain rots away. The exercise physiologists will tell us that our body rots away and we get old really fast. So if you're not fit and you're not strong, if you're unfit and weak... You will be old very fast. You'll get sick. You're more likely to get diseases. And I rattle them off regularly. Coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, depression, Alzheimer's, most cancers, stroke, the horrible killer diseases in the world. Most of those happen because we're weak and because we're unfit. If you're fit and if you're strong, you are very unlikely to get any of those horrible diseases. If you get a disease, you're going to get rid of it much quicker and it's less likely to come back for example, cancer. And if you're fit and strong, whatever you go through in your life, is it possible that you'll handle it better because you are fit and strong? So how about be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of your life? Wouldn't that be awesome? I feel good. No, 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 no. It's a beautiful day. But every day is beautiful. Here at Romax, my name's Rowie. Thank you for coming to Romax. I'm here every day to make sure that we're healthy, fit and strong. We have a career or business that we love. We're financially free and we have great relationships. And ultimately, isn't the best relationship the one that you have with yourself? And is it, is it possible that if you're healthy, fit and strong and you love what you see in the mirror and you've got a stack of energy, that your relationship with yourself might be even better? Woohoo!